0: so you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable you know that marketing should probably be in the mix but you may not know the best approach the newest strategies or which digital platforms market on so how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today that is a question and this podcast will give you the answers my name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. As you probably know, I'm your host Javier. If this is a first-time listener, welcome to the show. And if you're a long-time listener, welcome back, man. It's been good. Um, this has been a, it's been a good year so far. Like I'm recording this right now in January. And uh, right now in Colorado, we've had a ton of snow, uh, which is wild. Um, and so, yeah, like things are good. Think things are going, um, man, work is just, work is, work is fucking awesome. You know, so uh, I'm I'm happy. But what I want to dive into is, is um, not all leads are created equal. And you're like, no shit, Javier. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. But let me explain, bear with me. What we're going to dive into is 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 sourced leads are going to be a little different. So where they come from, okay. So let me let me kind of explain a little bit here, right? So at um, at Ratmates, if, if you're new to the show, I'm the CMO for a technology company um, called Ratmates. We're a national vehicle wrapping company. Um, I've also been, you know, a uh, a leader in the marketing space uh, for. Um sorry, I've been a marketing leader in the facility space for several years. Um, I've helped uh, Fortune 5000 companies rank super duper high for a lot of great content and get them some pretty cool leads. I've helped the national HVAC refrigeration company um, acquire leads like almost on demand from some of the biggest brands in the world and Fortune companies as well too. Um, so, you know, with that, um, where, where, where I'm coming from here is, did I say Fortune 5000? I meant Inc. 5000 if I said Fortune 5000. Inc. 5000, okay, so private company. Um, is, is when, when you're creating like a sourced report of like your, your, your uh, leads and how they're like, you know, marketing qualified leads or sales qualified opportunities or like customers, like when you're creating these, you're gonna wanna start segmenting them based on channels. And I, and I say this for a very, very big reason. You're going to realize that certain channels are going to be delivering and converting at different rates versus other channels. And, and this is kind of, I, I kind of stumbled upon this at Ratmates when I started creating like a more like robust dashboard that I look at literally daily. I look at it and I'm like, okay, we generate this many leads over, you know, the, in, in the past 24 hours, this is good. Um, you know, things are on track. Like if the lead count drops down, then obviously like, you know, I'll talk to my, my CTO and I'll talk to our, um, agency, you kind of see where things are at. And then I started diving into, man, like, you know, I wonder how these, you know, these kind of leads are converting versus these kind of leads, like from Google versus Facebook. I'm like, Oh wow, this is interesting. And then these reports started getting more robust. And then I was like, you know, I wonder what it looks like with all the channels. And so I started creating more like more like diversified reports and like where they would be like this channel has this and this and this and this and like it was really broken down to the point where I can look at like, hey, our paid acquisition is delivering this and our organic ac- acquisition is delivering this. Now, I know that all this is not 100% accurate. Like I, there is a world of dark social. If you're not familiar with dark social, maybe it's a time for me to create a podcast to explain more about dark social. But there is a world where like someone might see an ad on Facebook and then they go to our Facebook page, they do a Google search, they see another ad on Google, they click on that ad, they see another page, they get out of that, they go into Google again, they type in ratmate.com or they, they type in ratmate reviews, they go look at some of our reviews, they're like, oh, interesting. And then they start digging around, they start putting some more searches in there, like, you know, ratmate, like, oh, ratmate has a partnership with 3M and or collaborations, or we can't use that word. So collaboration with 3M, that's interesting. So they start digging deeper, and then all of a sudden they go into our website, and then they just become a lead. HubSpot, which is what we use, is gonna capture that as an organic lead. Okay, understand that. HubSpot's gonna capture that as an organic lead because nowhere else did it convert. This person did its due diligence. But other people will just go through the channel like, Hey, so I'll lead, I saw add on Facebook, click on that link. Oh, cool. I'm going to put in my information and then I'm a lead from Facebook. And so that becomes a paid social. So as I started segmenting reports, I started seeing that there were different channels that delivered us more value than other channels. So that basically meant that like I needed to put more resources, either time, money, energy, strategy whatever it is more resources than others and then shift other resources away from somewhere else so like we were putting a lot of you know um resources like time money into google ads and that was delivering us a shit ton of two dollar leads for you know personalization leads and that was not good we weren't converting those so the problem you know with always having a blended Conversion rate or blended acquisition is that you're going to have really, really awesome channels and you're going to have like shitty channels. And then if you blend them together, you're going to have like a mediocre number. Rather, if you had, you know what? I'm going to break out like how many MQLs do we get from paid social? And then how many of those MQLs become an SQL from paid social? And how many of those SQLs convert from paid social? And you're going to run numbers, you're like, Shit man, we're converting at like 8% for paid social, which is amazing. But then like on paid search, we're converting at 1%. That's not good. And so you're going to be seeing like these these things. And so what you want is you want to build your bottoms up model broken down by each pipeline source. And this is exactly what we did at Ratmate. I don't want to say like I just kind of like stumbled upon this and be like, yeah, hey, just kind of It was more like, you know, I've div- I've, I've used Rap- I'm sorry, I've used um HubSpot for over a year, but not to the extent of this because I've got a really smart fucking team around me and like I've got a very demanding CEO that like expects has high expectations out of me, which is good. Like there is no complaints whatsoever. And so I, I put together some really robust reports that are like break things down. I'm like, man, this is pretty dope. And so when you start breaking things down by like pipeline source, then all of a sudden you can start better predicting and saying like, okay, man, we need to shift budget from this channel to this channel. And that's exactly what we did um, with just with basically uh, with Facebook and Google. We shifted, a big big chunk of our budget from google into facebook because it was delivering us a better quality lead and it was it was more expensive we were paying two to three times more for that lead and at one point i had to explain to my ceo why we were paying more per lead and i'm like but these are converting better and he's like well i still want two dollar leads i'm like it doesn't matter these are converting better like these are converting into, like we're getting commercial leads and they're converting into like closed one business. And as he started seeing it, he couldn't argue it. He's like, yeah, like, okay, you, you keep doing you buddy. And and that's what we did. And so we didn't like flip the ship, like right the ship like 100% like in, in just days. It was over months. So we started making this shift back in June and then we essentially started shifting it into July, August, September. We are moving more budget from Google into Facebook every single month until now where we have, I would say roughly, I don't know, 90, 95% of our budget is in Facebook. And then about five, five to 10% is in Google. That, that sounds about, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and, and, and it's doing well. I mean, I basically increased the AE's pipeline for commercial leads by 300% in a matter of months. And I did not increase our budget for marketing, like for ad spend, like I kept the ad spend the same. And I think we can still kind of milk a few more things. But when you break down the sourced pipeline and then you start running conversions from that, be like, okay, hey, organic, search generates 100 leads. Okay, so 100 MQLs. And of those 100 MQLs organic search, those are going to convert into like 25 SQLs where they're sales qualified opportunities. And then of those 25 we close 5 of them. So you could be looking like, man, we're closing at 5% in organic search versus let's say like, you know, paid search might be like 1000 MQLs, right? 10 SQOs, and then one closed one. And so you might be saying to yourself, man, like we're putting all this money into paid search and it's just not delivering. Either we need to change the strategy for paid search like go after different keywords, reevaluate the, you know, what our strategy is, maybe hire on an agency to help us kind of, you know, get this looking better, cleaner, whatever it is, something, or you need to scrap paid search and put that budget somewhere else. Maybe it's to expand your organic. Maybe it's to um, dive into LinkedIn. Maybe it's to dive in into Facebook, but breaking down channels, gives you an opportunity to, to kind of see like hey how are things going and and we do that a lot so i can literally on a weekly basis I'll, I'll go in through some reports and then um i'll like oh that's kind of cool and then i'll screenshot it and i'll put it into our marketing channel and i'll say hey guys check this out we've been focused on doing this for the past six months and these are results this is pretty dope and my ceo is like this is insane he's like i didn't even know you were tracking this i'm like well There's a lot of stuff I track. I just don't report on everything because like, you know, it's just some things, you know, tied to revenue, some things don't. Um, but when you, when you break it down that way, all of a sudden you have, you have, you have a more clear, transparent uh, understanding of like, what are your higher performing channels? And so doing this has allowed me to be more strategic as a CMO and this is gonna help you do the same thing too. So you're gonna to wanna to start tracking sourced pipeline and you know how many MQLs are you getting for each pipeline? And then how many SQLs are they becoming? Like sales qualified opportunities, like where the sales team talks to them you're like, hey, this is a legit lead that could turn into something. And then how many are they closing? And you start running those numbers on a monthly basis, you'll start seeing where you need to start shifting your energy. And again, like I as I mentioned earlier, there's that black social piece. I get it. Like you can't track that unless you're doing self self-reporting self at self-reported attribution. Basically, if you're having the AEs or your sales team say, hey, how'd you hear from us? And you write it down and you track it. Don't just write that shit down on some sort of sheet of paper, like literally have a spreadsheet tracking this stuff because like that can be a gold mine for you. Okay so you know we're, we're we're using this as in like this is giving me some pretty good clear data on where to shift my attention and this is how i've been able to like take where our aes were are getting roughly 150 commercial leads a month to 700 or no 450 to 500 commercial leads a month in a matter of months okay like that's a that's a huge increase and and so Again, and that's not incre- That's not include. That's not. Uh, that's per AE. So, <clears throat> that's not just like, you know, total for the entire month. Like, we're generating probably like what forty two hundred leads a-, a month, right now. Because things have kind of they didn't drop in the bad way. They dropped because we were shifting more budget, but um, we're getting more commercial leads, and it's just it's just it's good. It's good for business. You know, when when you're doing this. You can have more strategic conversations with your sales team. You can start saying, hey guys, it looks like whenever we get leads from Facebook or we get leads from um, from LinkedIn, you guys are closing closing these leads at 20%. And so we should put priority with those people versus people that are coming in from Google search or from email. I'm just using examples. Okay. Or like, hey, whenever we send out an email blast, it generates, you know, 10 more leads and those people tend to actually convert at a higher point. So what I'll do is every week before I send the blast out, we'll have a strategy call about what the email is gonna be, what the objective is and what you should be doing to try to get these people on the phone to close them. You see what I'm saying? Sorry, my throat's dried up. So when you're doing this kind of stuff, you become strategic on your approach. And you help your team close more business, and you look like a badass marketer. That's basically what it boils down to. You like, you you know what you're doing, man. You know what you're doing. And so um, that's kind of what I want to, you know, what I want to just dive into was was saying that like not all leads are created equal, not all source pipelines of leads are created equal as well too. So start tracking that. Start taking the time to build the report. Like, I didn't build this report, like the first day I was, you know, on the job, running HubSpot. This was six months down the road that I started building these reports. I'm like, okay, I'm getting more comfortable with this. This is cool. And then message HubSpot that helped me out, all this other stuff. And that's just kind of how it boiled down, man. Like, so if you start doing that kind of stuff, it's gonna start changing, you know, where you put your attention. It's going to make you smarter, okay? So end of day, it's going to be great for everybody. Okay, so enough rambling. I'm going to dive. I'm going to um, cut out three things I always ask. Number one, please share this podcast with somebody. Uh, DM them. Send them a text message. I don't know, but share this because this podcast is growing. We're almost at 3,000 downloads, which is pretty cool in my opinion. Number two, uh, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, If you have questions, I, I answer my DMs. If you try to pitch me on LinkedIn, I will probably ignore you. Um, so please don't pitch me. Uh, and then number three, please give us a five-star review on Spotify and or po- Apple Podcasts. I'd be greatly appreciated. You know, like my whole goal of this was the, to launch this podcast a year ago and publish for one straight year, and I've done that. We have over 100 episodes. That's two episodes per week. Um, well, it's 104 episodes? I think this. I don't even know what episode number this one is, um, but where I'm coming from is is that like my goal of doing this for a whole year, it's been, it's been challenging. Don't get me wrong. It's like, it has not been easy um, because I have to like, you know, break out my day correctly. I've got, you know, all sorts of other things going on. My job is demanding. I mean all that stuff, but like my goal is to grow this facility industry. And if you're a marketing leader or an aspiring marketing leader, that is kind of working your way up and you're in the facility management space, there are not a lot of marketing leaders to look up to. And I'm hoping to give you that kind of opportunity to be like, hey, I'm gonna learn from this dude on his podcast. Because the stuff that I am sharing on this podcast, the stuff that I implement every day, okay, either I've done them for other facility companies, uh, I've done them for our tech company that that met with, Ratmate, I've done them for me personally, like I've done them, okay? This is not like hyperbole kind of stuff, like this is, this is stuff that like I've, I've actually implemented. Now there's other things I'm like, huh, this is interesting. I should talk about this and then maybe come back and say I'm gonna do it and then see what happens and then report on it. And those opportunities come up and I'll do those as well too and I'll be transparent but like you're you're getting, it's almost as though you're getting like free coaching from me basically. So if you implement all these things it's gonna be super duper helpful, helpful for you, your company, your brand, um, everything, all right? The industry. And that's kind of what the goal is. I mean, ultimately, what I want is I want to have more marketing leaders in the facility management space, property management space, to have a seat at the table um, with the with the VPs and the CXOs at that table. Not just like you know the the you know the VP of sales or or the you know CFO or the COO and the CEO like and then like you know marketing coordinator. No, no, no. Like there needs to be a leader that drives this. The thing is that marketing is is ever evolving. Marketing is not what it was five years ago. And I say this because if you're doing it right, if you're a strong marketer, you're positioning yourself closer and closer to revenue to where I foresee in the near future, some of the best CEOs in the country will be coming out of the CMO position. That's what I'm thinking, okay? That's, that's what I'm thinking. It, some of the best marketers in the country Okay. We'll be taking over CEO positions from some, for some great tech companies, SaaS companies, facility companies. I really believe that. Why? Cuz the right marketer is getting closer and closer to revenue and they're seeing everything. They're talking to the sales team. They're bringing in these leads. They're creating content. They see how, you know, all this works and they they have a different, you know, view of it. Okay? And if you're, if you're a sales leader that just happened to fall into the marketing role and you happen to be like, man, this is kinda cool, you've got an edge. Because this is a sales driven industry in facilities, very sales driven. And if you can somehow take that sales mindset and become very strategic as a marketer with revenue on your mind, closing deals, but using copy as speaking to like more people versus just one-to-one like conversations on the phone or like a one-to-few, all of a sudden like you, you are impacting your, you know, the company you work for more than ever before. Okay, so anyways, that's kind of what my aspirations are for this industry. And you know, you being a part of this, listening to these podcasts, sharing them, downloading them, all that stuff, that helps this industry grow. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that there's some other, you know, facility companies that have marketing leaders. I, I I know that, but the majority of them don't. And if they do, they're not, they're not probably leveraging really good pieces. You know, so like, or maybe they're like a, a sales and a marketing person. So they, but we all know that person is does more sales. Like if that's you, I'm not knocking you. I'm just simply saying like, you know, at the end of the day, man, you, I mean, you got to do you, but like at the same time, like if if you want this industry to grow and if you want your company to even to start capturing more bigger pieces of that pie, you got to get like uh, a truly dedicated person in that space. All right. So hope this was helpful. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Other than that, hope hope everybody has a great day. Talk to you all later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast, Secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano, Jr. to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, which are facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys, thanks a lot. And have a great one.